स्पाइस रेडियो रेडियो रूम जिम सुन रहे हैं गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर आठ मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि शुक्र है सारी बर्फ़ ख़त्म हुई और मेरे दो गेस्ट आज हमारे स्टूडियो में आए हैं हम पिछले चार दिनों से आपको बता रहे हैं कि आज के हमारे इस कार्यक्रम में हम आपकी मुलाकात करवाने जा रहे हैं डॉक्टर सुरेखा पटेल के साथ और रामिया विनोद के साथ और हम बात करने जा रहे हैं वुमेंस हेल्थ के बारे में तो इससे पहले कि मैं धड़ाधड़ उनसे दस बारह सवाल पूछ लूँ आइए उनकी मुलाकात आपसे सबसे पहले करवाते हैं सो सबसे पहले डॉक्टर सुरेखा पटेल मोस्ट वेलकम इन आर प्रोग्राम हाउ आर यू डूइंग I'm doing very well thank you and like you said thank god the snow's going <laughs> <laughs> that's right ramya how are you doing i'm great thank you so much <laughs> so let's give a little background aap dono ke bare mein the the program can be in hindi punjabi english ki swahili if you can, or, or in the malawi language chichewa chichewa <laughs> but i think हिंदी इंग्लिश मिक्स करके भी बोल सकते हैं आप और अगर हमारे सुनने वाले ढाई बजे के बाद सवाल पूछना चाहें तो वो सवाल किसी भी जबान में पूछ सकते हैं बिकॉज आई विल स्पीक इंग्लिश एंड पंजाबी एंड हिंदी एंड कैन ट्रांसलेटेड फॉर बोथ ऑफ यू सो डॉक्टर पटेल लेट्स टॉक टू यू सो यू वो बॉर्न एंड ब्रॉट अप इन मलावी वट अ ब्यूटिफुल प्लेस येस नियर साउथ अफ्रीका uh it was a british colony hmm. so uh, yeah born there and early education there right and then uh, moved to britain uh-huh. uh where i went to boarding school and then on to university for my medical degree in, in scotland in scotland aberdeen hmm. university yeah aberdeen okay yes. now parents must have been in africa for a long time then yes yes so how many generations actually my mother was born in africa ah, too okay yes she was born in uganda uh-huh. my father came from india right okay yeah. so um medicine why did you get into medicine well ever since childhood i really wanted to help the poor people believe mm. it or not really yeah i had a very interesting um experience the first day when i went to university they asked us why we wanted to do become doctors mm. and 95% of the class said because either their parents were doctors <laughs> or they went wanted to make money right i was the only one who put up my hand and said i want to help the poor people <laughs> and everybody just looked at me like really <laughs> Where have you come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah. and and you've been practicing now for uh, quite some time Fort, in Canada. 40 yeah. Total practice is 44 years but in wow. Canada since 1990. Yeah. Beautiful. And Ramya is a physiotherapist and she works with body a back and back and body wellness center. Yes. And a physiotherapist. Now, the reason why I brought both of you together is medical field, right? uh so tell us something about yourself so uh, i am ramya vinod i am basically from southern part of india uh-huh. so which is the chennai as everybody knows like yes. chennai so um i uh, was actually born in maharashtra pune but i was brought up in chennai okay. and i did all my schooling and college everything in chennai and then i was a lecturer back in india uh-huh. uh, in physiotherapy field okay and uh, i was working also in malaysia hmm. uh, for few years as a lecturer 
and then from Malaysia we moved here uh, to Canada in 2012. Oh wow. So I have a total experience of around 20 years in physiotherapy and uh, since 2017 I'm practicing here in Canada. Now both of you know of each other but had never met each other, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, and it's so good to meet each other face to face. I remember um, Dr. Patel said to me, there is this young woman that you've got to meet her. She is fantastic and you must talk to her. And I thought to myself, what better way than this? And then you also told me that you you loved what Dr. Patel was doing and that you wanted to you know, talk about this. And the topic that I, I thought both of you and all three of us can talk is women's health. Because I think women uh, usually don't look after themselves. They look after their families. Yes. So if they're younger, they look after their parents and mom and dad and, and their siblings. When they get married, they look after their husbands and their children. And I think women are the last people to look after themselves. Am I correct in, th- in saying that? That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Yes. You know, a mom kind of juggles with a lot of uh, balls. Mm. And uh, she tends to ignore her own health at the cost of, you know, family upkeep, etc. Mm. And uh, we would like to, I'm sure Ramya will agree, we would like to make suggestions how they can also look after themselves because because this country gives us wonderful opportunities, you know, mm. without having to pay mm. um, for your self-care. Right. And even if they do the minimum, that is, um, for example, women to go for regular pap smears, mm. um, at the moment they recommend three years. Right. And uh, I think that's easily doable after the age of 40 to go for mammograms, you know, self-care like that. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure Ramya has a lot more to say about post-delivery care, mm. which is very important. That and is the most important one, yes, I think, yes. Yes. Ramya? Yeah. So <clears throat> mostly if you see, like, um, you know, those days, women were give, delivering, like, 10 children, 14 children, and didn't yeah. have much <laughs> issues. No. But nowadays, if you see, uh, because of our lifestyle, the, you know, the nut- uh, that we don't eat nutritious food, we are always in go, 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 and we don't have enough exercise and self-care. After delivery, there is quite enough damage done to women's body. Right. Which we often ignore because mm. our focus is only on the baby once the delivery happens so eventually after the second pregnancy or even the third pregnancy when things get worse Mm. that's when women wakes up okay something is wrong with my body Mm. so i was just talking to a doctor telling that i wish women are more preventive like they have to wake up before things arise not wait until everything becomes worse so when we announced that we were going to be talking to both of you i had a couple of questions that people sent me and most of the people probably would like to call in and ask you questions and we'll encourage that but we'll do that after 2 30 but let's take a short commercial break and i will ask you my very first question and let's see if we are all on the same wavelength yes right okay short commercial break and dr surekha patel and ramya vinod ramya you're pronouncing your name differently am i pronouncing it wrong ramya vinod Vinod. is it okay ramya vinod is with us Spice Radio और Radio Room Jhumsum Ring Gapshap का program है Dr. Surekha Patel और Ramya Vinod आज हमारे studios में हैं and we are talking about women's health. So a, a young woman, I don't know how old she is, but she sent me a, 
a, a question and she said, you know, sometimes it's difficult for her to control her pee. And, uh, and, and because you and I had talked and we'd done a television program earlier, so I, did, I became half a doctor and I asked her, I said, have you had any children? <laughs> Good. <laughs> and she said, yes. Yes, I've had three children. Uh, or one, no. She said, no, I have uh, one kid. But she said the same problem with her sister-in-law who's got three kids. So I said, okay, I'll ask this question from Ramya and from Dr. Patel. So is it... Is it a gone case as far as she's concerned? And, and you know, she has to wear a diaper or something like that? Uh, okay, that's a very good question. And that's exactly what my speciality is. I have done a specialization course mm. on incontinence. Okay, that is okay. called incontinence. Uh -huh. The incontinence can be of two types. One is urge incontinence. Another one is a stress incontinence. Okay. So if somebody leaks urine when they cough, sneeze, when they are jumping or even during intercourse, hmm. those are all stress incontinence. Oh. Urge incontinence is somebody who is unable to hold the pee okay. and they rush to the washroom. Most of the time when they reach the wash washroom door, yes. they leak. Yes. Uh, you know, these are the two types and some can be even mixed. It can be stress as well as urge incontinence. So these are quite common after you uh, deliver a baby. And most often, some women also have during the pregnancy, mm. which sometimes considered to be normal, mm. but actually it's the right stage where we can start fixing. So if a woman has a leak right from the pregnancy time, mm. so it is good idea to strength, start strengthening the pelvic floor muscle, uh, which is the muscle uh, which can hold the pee. Uh, if it is weak, it can cause leak. And also there is nothing called gone case. Mm. So to just uh, quote an example, uh, I was able to help a 85-year-old patient who was wearing four diapers a day. Oh my God. From which we got down to three, then two and one. So wow. I had just requested her to continue wearing one just because I don't want her to have an accident and you know right. maybe rush to the washroom and fall. Yes. But she is able to control it well at the age of 85. But it cannot be possible for everybody. Yes. It depends upon which stage you are and uh, how bad is your condition and how bad is your muscle. And topmost, how much are you able to understand what I'm telling, the exercises? Mm. Are you able to squeeze the right muscle? And are you able to exercise and put your effort on it? Then it can be quite fixed. So how come, you know, how come people sort of don't talk about this that openly, right? I mean, they think, oh, kisi ko batayenge, to pata kya ho jayega, log kya kahenge, kisi aur ke saath aisa nahi ho raha, sirf mere saath hi ho raha hai. That's not the case, is it? But unfortunately, kya hota hai, like even if you tell it to somebody, hmm. most of them don't even know that there is fix. Hmm. They don't even know that it can be treated. Hmm. So either say they say, "Haan, ye mere saath bhi hota tha. This is common," hmm. or they say, "Haan, ye aise hi hota hai. It is, you know, hota is, hai, yeah, hota yeah. just yeah. wear a pad or you know, okay. yeah. I, you know, what is hurting me is even people don't know which type of pad you should use. Huh. They use the regular sanitary pad, which huh. is for the periods, yes. which is not meant for the urine leak. They end up having rashes, you know, and so many fungal infections and whatnot. But still, they don't want to just speak about it. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Do you, do you ever get a, a question like that? You must have. Oh, you know, uh, you know all the time. Yeah. You know, incontinence is for all the women, hmm. regardless of race or, you know, culture, yeah. etc. And uh, pelvic floor. Actually, I have to say that 
the Indian culture, especially Ayurvedic medicine, mm. um, the care that they gave, the herbs they used to rejuvenate your muscles, etc., is we have one of the best philosophies of looking after yourself. When I mm. compare allopathic and Ayurvedic medicine, even mm. naturopaths mm. now, <coughs> excuse me, um, it begs the question, women need to know that when they are pregnant, mm. under the influence of hormones, mm. your muscles and ligaments become looser. Mm. It's natural to allow the baby's head to come through the pelvic region mm. and it is simply a matter of after the delivery mm. working with herbs and exercises to tighten those muscles mm. and no problems would pursue mm. now in the olden times we had daibais Mm. who knew how to teach you do your pelvic exercises. They gave right. you massages, etc. Right. Your mother's mother-in-law gave yeah. you herbal, what they call, at least in Gujarati, they call it katlu. Mm. And in Hindi, pin, what pinya. 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 Yeah. That's right. And believe it or not, I even tell my Western patients to yeah. take it and where to buy it from because <laughs> they don't have anything like no. this. Postpartum, to strengthen your ligaments yes. and your muscles, you need both physiotherapy mm. or pelvic floor exercises and herbs to bind, mm. knit your bones back together. It mm. is so important. So in the name of modernness, and of course, like Ramya said, a mom is so focused on the baby, etc., yes. yes. that uh, they lose sight of looking after themselves. I'm not uh, blaming them, but I no. think they should give it particular attention. I think you know, um, we have to pay attention to our own bodies. Yes. and we get sick so for a mother and I think I think it is in our scriptures as well if we look at it you know that you have to first get strengthen yourself, yourself. yes and Absolutely. then you can help others yes. right so Likin Ajkalki you know Dormi Jabki Ham carbon tax bhi pay karna hai, bucky taxes bhi pay karna hai. So we, we, we really don't take any time for ourselves, either hamari exercises ke liye or hamari cheez ke liye. So if we are in that sort of a situation, what would you suggest to women? Ki subay wo uhti hai, chhe baje uhti jati hai, ya paanth baje uhti hai, and they are going to look after their kids, school ke jane ka, khana paka ke, and then get everybody sent, then she rushes to work, and then she comes back and she looks after everybody else. By the time she goes to sleep, it's about 11 o'clock or midnight. And then she's up at 5 o'clock again. How can, in that sort of a busy schedule, can she find time for herself? That's a good question. And also, while you were telling... A long question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, while you were telling that, I, something came into my mind. Just like flight, when there is an oxygen deprivation, That's first right. wear your mask and then 
you know, help others, right? right? So similarly, women often, once the baby is born, her complete attention is on the baby. Right. And she feels like she's gone from the, you know, from the picture. Hmm. So, uh, and uh, well said, like, yes, uh, women are uh, running on the go, go, go. They are, you know, busy work, uh, chores. Like in Canada, we are everything, right? We are the maid, we are the cook, <laughs> we are the uh, plumber, electrician. So what happens is, like, um, as you said, like, gradually gradually her body deteriorates mm. because of the excess work mm. uh, you know doing all the chores by herself and you know running for the work so the exercise what i'm giving uh, in pelvic floor exercises will usually be very very simple one where she doesn't have to separately allocate a time for this so there's not going to be like, oh, no, put a mat, go sit in a place, wear the, you uh, know, the exercise Kula suit. Yeah. <laughs> so it, does, it doesn't have to be like a, like a stereotype exercise exercise. Right. It's just going to be like the way of life. Like okay. while you are doing this, you can you hold the pelvic floor and do it. So if you're bending and picking up your kid, can you just tuck in your core and the pelvic floor and then pick up the kid? So those can help in preventing the back pain. But often women always put the blame on the epidural. She always say, I think I got the epidural during Chodi the, dai. yeah, they, they always, they always say because of the epidural is the pain. So huh. now the researchers have proven that epidural doesn't cause pain. Huh. It is a weak core muscle, which the women don't strengthen after delivery is the one causing the pain. And as doctor said, uh, the traditional way, we always forget the tradition and mm. all run behind the modern stuff. Do you remember we used to tie uh, our belly mm. after the delivery mm. here, of course, in Canada, uh, doctors don't recommend that but it does bring your diastasis the the, the gap you get after the delivery hmm. gap ho jata hai. Usko hmm. bolta hai diastasis. so that can reduce if you just wear uh, initial few weeks and uh, help it close and wow. another research has proven that breastfeeding will promote muscle um, healing faster definitely <laughs> so, i so, am <laughs> a big advocate for, for breastfeeding breast yes. absolutely see nature has tailored it yes. and it has been proven again and again that if a woman breastfeeds right up to the baby's age of one year mm. regardless of weaning them mm. she herself will not even have to go on a special diet to lose weight yes. by nine months she will have lost and gone back to her 20-year-old, when she was 20 years old weight. No if, Yes, if she will follow it religiously, hmm. and the babies are so plump on their milk. So, <laughs> you know, the way the hormones work, Right. Um, like Ramya said, you know, breastfeeding is very important. It's very important. I will also like to add to her simple exercise routine. If a mom is feeding something simple as feeding the baby while lying on her side, hmm. she can um, breastfeed the baby at the same time, just bend her knees a little bit hmm. and do her pelvic tightening exercises while she's breastfeeding. You know, it's as you count it up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, mm -hmm. let go of the mm -hmm. muscles. Mm -hmm. So it's such an easy thing to do. You, do, you can just do it do you think that we because nobody has taught us? Because yes. number one, we've left our homes. Yes. You know, we had families together, some bed ke, but here, number one, you're isolated. And not only are you isolated, I also feel that even if you come into a family here, you are an outsider. 
and and that's another issue for women i yeah. i want to talk about that later on yeah. but that's an issue that i feel hinders the women the most because wo kisi ke sath shaadi karke unke ghar mein aayi hain apna maika chhodke and so there is no relationship there so uh, probably she can't even ask anyone any question yes and younger girls these days are have their own <laughs> mind so uh, i will you know there is the other side of the okay. argument you All know right. even if the mother in law says yes i've made you this pinyas or whatever <laughs> they're like oh no ye to aajkal nahi khate so that you know there's a part to that too so it, we are basically we have to bring it all in perspective for everybody okay so uh, there are two sides here now hamare sunne walon ke liye ek to wo side jo ki bahut modern ho chuke hain और चाहते हैं कि हम पिन्या शिन्या नहीं खाएंगे बच्चा होने के बाद क्योंकि विल पुट ऑन वेट एंड अदर अदर वंस आर कि यू नो दिस इज समथिंग दैट इज गोना हेल्प यू इन लॉन्ग रन डू इट ट्राई इट एंड इफ यू हैव एनी क्वेश्चंस फॉर रमिया एंड डॉक्टर पटेल यू मे कॉल अस राइट नाउ एट सिक्स और सिक्स Two nine nine eight eight six three. I also, before we take a break, Rami, I wanted to ask you. You are a physiotherapist, right? Yes. And so, if people wanted to come and see you, they can come and see you in Surrey. Are you located in Surrey? Yes, I'm located on Scott Road and eighty uh, second. Okay. One two zero five seven and eighty second Avenue. It was right right beside the IHOP, which is on the Scott Road. All right. Yes. Ab wahan pe IHOP khaki aao, fir wahan ke milo. All right. And and if they wanted to. Talk to you. We've got their telephone number as well: six zero four five nine four three eight zero eight. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio or Radio Ram Jam Sundriya. Budhwar ka din hai. March mahine ki pehli tarikh hai. And every first Wednesday of the month, if Doctor Saiba and uh, Ramya both have time, we want you both to come into the program and talk about women's health. And there are a lot of things that we want to talk about. just now we were talking about after pregnancy and after delivering your first or second or fourth or tenth baby not anymore people don't have ten babies anymore in our good old days we did two um, are like 12 these days <laughs> <laughs> so how can a woman keep her body fine and healthy and also look after her whole family but look after herself as well there are many women who feel that okay um you know i have this issue of you know what is the word called prolapse 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 right so koi baat nahi theek ho jayega aur nahi theek hoga to we'll have an operation so what is wrong with this statement well you know operation is not the answer mm. because you will find invariably after a few years you're back ah to the same to square one mm. and um you know sometimes you still have if you have stress incontinence you're coughing etc your mesh can tear break up um so you can begin leaking mm there is no i in my personal you know even if you have an operation mm. tightening your pelvic muscles with exercises is a must mm because when you are doing an operation you are obviously 
doing an evasive, invasive it, maneuver, yes, right? That's right. Rather than doing it yourself to, yes. to control yes. your own. Yeah. So yeah, again, uh, uh, to just add on to the point, I also have uh, heard from many women saying that people who have normal delivery, uh, mm. they have issues, mm. or people who have C-section have issues. They think that the other person uh, mm. is is free. Like there is nothing like normal delivery, no issues, and C-section has issues. Mm. Both can have same issue, no matter right. what is mode of your delivery. Mm. Um, so other uh, point, what doctor said, yes, surgery is not the permanent fix. Mm. So what happens is. Like if your bladder or uterus is out mm. of the vagina, mm. it is called prolapse. And if they think lifting up it with a mesh surgery is going to fix, it's not. We first have to address and find out why on the first hand you had that prolapse. Mm. So why you have been pushing everything down. Mm. So what made that prolapse actually happen? We first have to address that. If not, the me as doctor said, mesh is going to tear again. Mm. So I have seen in my personal experience a patient who has done five surgeries for the same issues. Five. So wow. every time they do, within four or five years, the, the bladder is down again. Mm. So why? Because she has not just done one thing. Mm. Strengthening the pelvic floor and not pushing it in day-to-day -day life. The same sentence which I told before, a woman, if she is bending down mm. to lift the baby... How do you lift the baby without pushing your bladder down mm. is more important than you just doing other exercises. Now, when a woman gets pregnant, obviously, um, the body is made in such a way that the, the uterus uh, and, and then the bag in which the baby is, you know, growing yeah. becomes bigger. Yeah. Does it push on all the other organs? It yes, does. Yes, it does. Yeah, it and does. then... And then um, also the hormone progesterone. Right. It, it loosens your ligaments in your pelvis. So your pelvic floor muscles also become naturally loose mm -hmm. to accommodate the passage of the baby later on, mm -hmm. you know, when you're giving birth. Sometimes deliveries are done in a hurry. Mm. So the midwife's doctor... You know, I mean, doctors, but you know, most deliveries done by midwives. Yeah. Um, and a lot of babies are pulled out. Oh. And sometimes not in conjunction with when they tell the woman to push. Mm -hmm. So they pull the baby out, so they're pulling down those already loosened, naturally loosened muscles yeah. in the vaginal and the pelvic core. Mm. So that can also cause prolapses. So there's a lot of, um, you know, man-made mm. causes also. Also. That yeah. Which are rectifiable. Right. You know, like Ramya said. Yeah. So I would like to add a very valuable point here. As like we are talking about uh, after delivery, after delivery, right? All these problems, like as doctor said, the prolapse during the labor can be preventable. Mm. And uh, often many women end up having C-section after trying for a labor. Mm. They just push for a long time and then they go for C-section. Mm. And uh, sometimes the doctors have to use the vacuum or the forceps. Most of it, yes, of course, it's because of the, you know, the size of the pelvis or mm. all those things, the size of the baby, or maybe the head of the baby is not in the front. All those things put aside. There is another reason is the way they push. Mm. Nobody is teaching women how to push during mm. labor. I so agree with you. Yes. I a few, quite a few years ago, when I first came to Vancouver, mm. 
joined an Indian practice, uh, well, an, a practice with mm. Indian doctors, mm. you know. And they were all male doctors. Mm. They unfortunately did not advise the women mm. anything about labor, anything no. about muscles, you know. Yeah. And um, I was horrified that these girls had no preparation whatsoever before delivery. Yeah. And these girls were so young, mm. they'd go for delivery. And this is no exaggeration. Mm. They'd all end up in cesarean section because the girls had no idea what to do. And oh. even at the last minute, the urge when the head is supposed to come out, yeah. the girls would close their legs tightly and not allow the baby to come out. This is ignorance. And the baby's heartbeats would drop so badly yeah. and finally the obstetricians had no choice but take them for cesarean sections. So a lot of cesarean sections in this country, especially in Surrey, amongst mm. our women, was done because these girls were not prepared at all. Oh my I gosh. mean, I was horrified. I would prepare every girl and say, this is called labor. Mm. There's a reason why. Mm. And what do you do during labor? Mm. I would already start teaching them breathing techniques while they were pregnant. Mm. How to breathe when a contraction comes on, etc., mm. etc. Et so already by the time they're like, for five months, mm. I would teach them, I want to practice your breathing techniques right. from now till mm. your delivery. And labor means labor. It's hard work. Labor means hard work. Okay? But you will not have a cesarean section if you really follow the techniques that we tell you. So isn't that interesting? So why wouldn't a family physician... Um, tell their patients, especially women who are having baby for the very first time, that this is what you need to do or prepare you for that. But there, but I must also not just blame them. I will also yes. blame our, our community, yes. which does not allow women to go and talk to anybody. Yes. Damia, yes. Would, you, would you agree with me on that? Totally agree with you. Yeah. Nowadays, we think internet gives everything, you know, mm. we can find all information in the internet mm. and uh, we think we know everything. Mm. So that's exactly where the problem is. Like when you already think you know everything, you're not yeah. going to reach out to anybody <laughs> and they, you know, they watch some videos about the labor and stuff like that. They actually get misguided. Mm. So that is one thing. Second thing is there were uh, antenatal classes happening before COVID everywhere. Mm. Nowadays, that has cut down. So I really wish that antenatal classes like that during pregnancy, mm. those classes start again and even if they start they have to talk about labor as doctor said mm. so whoever comes to me during pregnancy I would that my first uh, concept of uh, treating them would be teaching them breathing mm. and how to relax their pelvic floor and which stage of labor they should be actually pushing and which stage they have to stop and not push so this can actually prevent prolapse this can prevent tears the the tears in the vagina and you know this can uh, prevent c-sections and also and complications, yeah, mm. and also complications for the babies. Like as doctor said, the BP can drop, the baby can you know suffocate, and they may have to you know do a quick procedure to you know quickly take the baby out. All this can be prevented when you learn stuff 
during pregnancy so at the labor during the labor when you are already in pain mm. when they say like breathe that breathe out breathe in breathe out like you are not going to understand anything mm. because you are in excruciating pain so that is why you need to start practicing you know as early as fifth month or sixth month so that they get used to the breathing time and mm. they know they are ready during the labor they are confident and and you know i have to say i mean i'm not disparaging all male doctors are ready to explain mm. but you know just our society is such it hasn't encouraged the girls mm. don't ask male doctors the questions if it was a lady then they have billions of questions but uh, you know there's a discouragement and i'm sure the male doctors would be more than happy to help them mm. if the women came forth and asked because you know sometimes it's viewed as if the male doctor asks too much the mm. girls are like women are backing off like why is he asking me so many questions you know mm. and so they back off too that's right you know and so then that's not proper care for the women either right either so yeah. it's a loss on both sides yeah i want to i want to ask a, a few questions on how can people sort of become proactive about something like this and what are the steps that they should take but let's take a final commercial break and get the program paid for and then we'll come back and talk to ramya vinod and dr sureka patel in the meantime if you have any questions or if you don't have any questions and you want to ask the questions to me so that i can present it to them later on and you don't want to be on air uh asking the questions we understand that as well spice radio radio room jinsun mein gapshap ka program hai dr sureka patel and ramya vinod is uh, in the studios today and this is one of our very first programs on women's health that we want to continue and uh, ramya is with back and body wellness center which is in surrey and if you guys want to write her telephone number down it's 604 5943808 and Dr. Sureka Patel is a family doctor and dying to retire <laughs> they're not letting her be, be retired <laughs> i am sending people to her and saying please inko bhi dekh lo inko bhi dekh lo and so on and so forth uh, but if we if we go and talk about cultural nuances i know that we, you know ramya you are talking about you know how to prevent us from you know going towards operations but correct our bodies while we can right uh, not letting it go uh, dr patel we were off the air talking about you know cultural differences between having a child and how we treat our kids i think in today's day and age i would like to believe i've been here for 50 years i would like to believe that 50 years ago women who did not want to have a girl child because it was their fourth or third or second now are okay with that um but i understand ramya's reaction to the chat that you and i were having off of uh, air that that sort of a sentiment is still alive if there is a girl child born um parents are so disheartened about it and the very first thing when a child is born you want to hold the child in your in your arms right yes, so that it's such know, a natural instinct isn't to want it? to hold yes. the child and, and and close to your your skin so that you know it feels that it's still there yes um 
you said, I hope it's changed now, Ramya, you know, shaking her head, saying no. In some cases, it's still happening. And you mentioned that that it's our culture that is very discriminating. Yes. Towards girl child. Yes. Still. Still. Mm. Oh, I yes, I would say that yes, this is the case. I have delivered women across the board. Mm. Um, Western women, African women, uh, even First Nations women, because mm. I worked up north for mm-hmm. quite a while. Mm. And um, everywhere, Europeans, uh, um, I have to say, sadly, mm. that uh, our culture and our women is are it's very hard. It's the worst to deliver, mm. I have to say. Sadly, really? yes. And I would like to see it improve. That is why I'm here. Okay. I really want to bring light to the gender bias, you yeah. know, when you have a female child yeah. as opposed to a male child, how do you behave? Firstly, a baby is suddenly pushed out of its womb environment. It's a shock for the baby, mm. mentally, physically, everything. And we think they don't understand. They understand everything. Mm. And to put a child against your skin, mm. a newborn baby, the child feels comforted mm. that I am not apart from the mother. They mm. pick up these instincts. And as I've said while we were chatting during the break, I have seen umpteen Indian mothers mm. just roll over after they've delivered the baby and not even want to hold, hold the, baby. the baby. Wow. Which is something very hard, even for me coming from an Indian culture, yeah. to see that yeah. they were not interested. That's very sad. It is very sad. And and you are you know, Dr. Surekha Patel and I are, you know, at the fag end of our lives and you are just a, a, a new person who's here and only a few years since 2012 and you noticed this as well. Yes. So um, it was surprising for me. Hmm. Um, I, I know as far as the place I am from, like South India, like we, I, I don't know, I haven't encountered that much. Hmm. But when I came here, when I talked to patients, um, the way they you know, discuss about their uh, day-to-day life, uh, uh, one of my patients was telling me that uh, she has one a boy and a girl. Mm. Um, and whenever she goes to work and come back, mm. the, her mother-in-law would not feed the girl child. She would have only fed the boy child. She wouldn't have even asked. Like, I'm getting goosebumps while telling oh, this. So I feel I. I feel so oh. bad. Well, like, she said this has happened several times. Mm. When I asked, like, why did you feed the girl child? Mm. She always gives excuses. Like, mm. oh, she said she's not hungry. Or, like, I asked her. But it is often she mm. noticed that she only feeds the grandchild. I mean, the grandson and not the uh, granddaughter. granddaughter. Mm. And I also had another patient who already had two daughters. Mm. And she was pregnant. Mm. So, while treating, you know, we have to know whether they are pregnant or something so she was sharing the news that she was pregnant but she was totally nervous i'm like what's happening do you don't want this baby she said all that i want this baby is to be boy Mm. because if it is a girl it's going to be a very big problem in my house so until the scan was going to happen she was completely nervous and uh, it was unfortunately a girl too 
ಕುಡಿ Mm-hmm. and he was a gora doctor right yes and he started um, people from here started going to blaine to find out within the first three months oh. or is it is it, it is it three months yeah. that you can easily abort a child i don't know whatever the time frame was uh, th- at about 18 weeks a- so 18 that's weeks four months or so yeah three or four months right yes. so they would go to blaine to get checked yes. and he would tell them is it a munda or a kuri and then if it is a kuri he would give them a um a card business card of a place where they could go and get wow. uh the child That's aborted water, yeah. and we followed this story wow. like nobody's business yes. and i did it on radio i did it on television and it was like you know people were driving me up the wall i mean people were so some of the people were so rude yes. saying, what what is it to you if we are aborting a child you know is it that easy a life yeah a life yeah you don't value a life and that to a female life yes and the, the one and, and that life and that too you brought into this world that's without, right you know you could have taken precautions yes and that's another issue yes in our community they think abortion is is can a good is a good substitute for contraception which is not which because is not. it messes up your body to yeah. no end yeah. absolutely talking nothing about the anesthesia the yeah. you know that you have to undergo yes to get this done why wouldn't you take a simple contraceptive mm. and a lot of the answers that i get from you know the our culture girls mm. is they have the thought that the contraceptive pills are like the ones available in India mm. which are higher estrogen dose pills okay which used to have side effects right but the contraceptive pills available here are much lower estrogen yeah um dosage pills yeah like it used to be 35 but mm. now it can come down to 30 20 10 even estrogen mm. and they are very very safe okay so this is a totally different different question. topic topic yes. and and i want to also find out what does a pill do to the woman's body does it mess around with her body no. as well so what does it do how does it stop her from having a child so that can be a question for next time as well but i we haven't even finished our our own topic that that we wanted to talk about and that is to get your own physical health back to normal so if people wanted to learn all these exercises should they be coming to see you or a, a physiotherapist or a doctor um so if they have any medical issues you know like for example a simple um urinary tract infection right. so people uh, first seek doctors help for mm. sure because that is very very important to get doctors attention because it can uh, you know become severe and affect your kidney if not treated well mm. so for sure they have to see a doctor um uh, but what happens is most often like when they have those symptoms like i have burning i feel like difficulty when i pee mm. they go to the doctor they take a culture and the culture 
cancer turns out negative like mm. if there is no infection right and they also take a look to see whether any fungal infection or something going on and they say there is no infection mm. if they don't have an answer for why this is happening in spite of every test coming negative they ha- they can come to a pelvic physio because most often it can be the dryness around which is causing mm. or it can be a tight pelvic floor it can be a bladder prolapse which can cause the same burning and difficulty in peeing so uh, um like not they don't need a referral to come to me right after the mm. delivery they can very well come directly to come and check if they have any issues mm. nowadays i am seeing many women coming to see uh, me without any symptoms they say mm. oh i just want to see if i'm okay that's a welcoming change i that's want beautiful. Yes. that's beautiful that's a yes. welcoming change i remember <laughs> sending ramia a, a lady with three kids i think yeah, yeah. and uh, recurrent urinary tract infections and right. you know most doctors will just write you the before they even do the culture to right. say oh yeah 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 you've got a uti and they'll yeah. give you antibiotics right and women take antibiotics it doesn't have to be no you know well look at the time and you thought we wouldn't have anything to talk about yes <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't even touched our topic but we will do it again uh, next month and i will give you the dates for for next month and we will announce it as well um with that we come to the end of our program thank you so much ramya thank you so much dr thank patel you. thank you thank for giving you. us yeah, the opportunity so, yeah. yes it was a pleasure to be here yeah uh with that we come to the end of our show wo sabhi baatein jo aaj aapki nazron mein atki khatki aur dil mein samayi un sab ko leke will be here tomorrow or stay tuned for the drive home grind with maya right here on spice radio aur aapke liye um रेडियो रिमझिम पे आज एक बहुत ही जबरदस्त प्रोग्राम हम पेश करने जा रहे हैं स्टेट्यून फॉर दैट इज वेल